Testing, testing one, two, three. This is Jack Crawford, sole crew member aboard the Terrapin, a ship attempting to circumnavigate the Great Channel. Amazingly, this is my 13th day on the water. It feels like just yesterday it was my first. Somehow time has flown by. I have progressed several hundred miles from my starting point, and I find myself now surrounded on one side by some of the tallest mountains I've ever seen in my life, and on the other, a deep, deep forest. Those mountains, we've been tracing them for a while, and uh, I think we're starting to hit the peak of the range here, Um, around one o'clock today, we were just about parallel with what I believe to be the tallest mountain, at least in my view, Uh, hundreds if not thousands of feet tall, probably a mile away. And uh, every other mountain we've come across so far and everyone I've been able to see since has seemed to be building up to that one. So now they're shrinking back down, though they're still quite large, ballooning uh, uh, out that way. It's to the west and the bank of the channel and then the distance from the bank to the mountain is just a constant slope upwards, and it's pretty steep. So I've had to stick to the eastern side the last several days, and it's turned out well. But uh, it's hot today on the channel. Um, uh, another hot day. Yesterday was yesterday seemed hot, and yesterday made. Today, uh, today made yesterday, I mean, look like a cakewalk. I mean, today was just brutal. I, uh, am clearly exhausted from it, but beautiful, beautiful day. Nonetheless, I mean, yeah, it was brutally hot, and, I mean, I, I just had to give up on doing anything but just drinking more and more water and uh, jumping in the channel as often as I could without wrecking the pin. And uh, I, I decided I had to get a break and so I, uh, at about lunchtime, maybe 11.15, 11.30, I pulled the pin over to that eastern side and dropped anchor and
the ground beneath them is just lusciously deep in shadow, green, green shadow, but on the water. Uh, there's not much to keep the sun when it's right overhead from just beating down. Eventually it dropped behind the mountains, but that took quite some time. But so I headed into the forest and I, uh, you know, unwrapped the skin and started eating as I walked, but I, uh, you know, it, the pine forest, so just this gorgeous cover of needles on the ground and a little prickly on my feet. I had, I was barefooted at that point and had been for several hours, but uh, immediately the temperature dropped probably 15 degrees and kept going pretty deep and found actually a, a little alcove sort of where this hill sort of rose up in parallel with the river, but this was probably half a mile inland, and uh, this hill rose up and had been sort of hollowed out, and uh, there was this rocky space, it looked like something had once lived there, but nothing did now, and so I sat there and ate, and then I was just wiped, and I ended up taking a nap there for a little while, and woke up refreshed, and, you know, I had to get back on the water, so I headed back, and luckily didn't get lost, but, uh, good to get back on land, it's only been a couple days now, but I am trying to do it more, good to be grounded, and good to cool off, uh, for all the heat the earth produces, you know, it can be a beautiful source of cold, too. You know, sometimes these elements, like, they fight, you know. The air gets hot from the sun, and the earth gets hot from the air, and the water cools it all off, but then the water gets hot and turns into a storm and then cools the whole thing back down, but... I guess it's important to remember that each part is hot and each part is cold and each part has been hot and each part will be cold again and it's just a matter of time before one works the other one up and wears itself out. I mean that's just basic physics on a global level but good to be on cool earth again and you know, that, that forest is just lovely. I mean, we're outside of the blue wood now, but uh, just teeming with life. The birds are singing blue jays and robins and flycatchers and a few doves crying, but not too many. Uh, squirrels galore. Big, big red squirrels with... I mean, tails the size of, I don't even know, tails the size of a loaf of bread sometimes it seemed like, but I might have been hungry, 
and uh, might have inflated a little bit just out of my mind's eye, but beautiful squirrels running and chittering and fighting and stealing and hoarding and robbing and uh, playing. Some rabbits too, not many that I saw, but more than I've seen the last few days. Not much bigger than that that I saw. None of those cats out here that I've seen, although I think most of the time you don't see them unless they want you to see them. So who knows really. But good to be in nature a little bit, or that part of nature, considering I've just been in the water for so long now. And then headed back to the ship got back on, uh, headed back out, sort of watched the mountains begin to decrescendo, and forest stayed pretty much the same, it is just gorgeous and goes on for miles, but miles and miles and miles, but uh, beautiful, just lovely, and now, as I'm wrapping my day up and getting ready for bed, I I can hear the birds out there chittering, and there's probably a few squirrels out there conducting a nighttime raid or something, but the forest never sleeps, really. And it's a beautiful thing, but even as it stays up, it puts me right to sleep. Once again, this is Jack Crawford, sole crew member aboard the Terrapin, attempting to circumnavigate the Great Channel, one day at a time. Good night, squirrels, and anybody else listening.